0: Hello, Steve. How are you, mate? I'm very well. How are you? Good, thank you. They tell me we've got five minutes. What does an average five minutes with Steve Carell entail? (laughs) You, I will
1: follow your lead.
0: Follow my lead. Okay, well, I understand this is the last day of press, so I guess we're on a downhill slope, and I guess I can help with that. It is the last day, right, of of press for Despicable Me?
1: No. No? It hasn't even... I haven't even scratched the
0: surface. Oh, really? I thought I might have got you the back end, you jack of it all. I get the real Steve Carell you're showing, anger and frustration, and I'd get some kind of scoop well, or something. I'll give you that. I'll, I'll give make, you that anyway. Hey, I'll make you angry. Don't worry about it. We've got five minutes. This is going to be a long five minutes for you. Now, I'm the, oh, to be honest, why I'm here, while we're talking, we actually did speak to you as a show a couple of weeks ago. When I say we as a show, I'm actually the assistant producer of the show, and I'm going to be honest, it was a great chat. I'm sure you thought so as well. One of the best interviews you ever did. Fantastic chat with our guys. They didn't save it. It was nowhere to be found. We lost the Steve Carell interview, one of the biggest chats we've ever done. They're they're a useless bunch of monkeys that I work with and I apologize for wasting five extra minutes of your time.
1: My five minutes is worth almost nothing.
0: (laughs) Let's stretch this baby out. <laughs> Mate, you work in comedy so much. I imagine that you've had some killer moments where you're like thinking mid-take. I am nailing this. And then one of your other lucky co-stars just comes along and absolutely ruins it. What's the worst one you reckon you've ever had?
1: You know what? The worst, the worst one is on Anchorman. Um, and it, it's really a matter of ruining other people's great moments because <laughs> some of this stuff was so funny that it was hard not to crack up. But of course, if you crack up, you ruin the take and yeah. they can't use it. So it was everything I could do to kind of bite the inside of my lips and not ruin takes for Will and for, you know, Dave Kector and Paul Rudd. Who but that was like a daily occurrence on that on that movie.
0: Right, there was no, no sort of picked you out and said, that's the guy that's going to ruin me. You had no one in mind that you were going to actively go after when I'm going to make this guy's day just absolutely suck.
1: Oh yeah, no. Can you imagine how insidious that would be to like pretend to laugh just to ruin somebody's take? That takes, a, that is a nasty piece of work.
0: I'm sure you guys treat each other so kind on those movies. It does not surprise me one iota that it was on the Anchorman films. But I guess that actually takes me to what this movie's about: brotherhood. And 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 you know, you're finding a long lost twin brother in Despicable Me. Looking through your your most famous characters, I was just wondering if you could actually choose two characters that you've played before. And have them discover that they were each other's long-lost twin brother. Who do you think would make the worst combination?
1: Um, John DuPont and Andy Spitzer. And Andy? John DuPont from Foxcatcher and Andy from the 40-year-old virgin. To find out that they were long-lost siblings (laughs) would be uh, terrifying, for one thing. And uh that's just a movie that would make me
0: queasy a yeah. lot. To be honest, when I thought of this question to ask you, John DuPont was sort of cemented as one of the brothers and it was just a matter of who you were going to pick to go with him. And I thought, Andy, but I'm like, is he too nice? You know, what what would he annoy? I thought maybe Michael Scott would have just irritated him and maybe a murder scene would have happened in the first act of the film.
1: Well, how about John DuPont
0: and Brick? Oh god. Yeah. <laughs> Brick and anybody, maybe. Brick, yeah. Brick,
1: yeah, <laughs> That's, you know what maybe I'll work on that one. Yeah, I'm okay. pick that
0: around. <laughs> Some kind of weird shared universe that we've just created. It's the Steve Carell cinematic universe. This is good. Obviously, if
1: Bennett Miller is interested in directing that. <laughs>
0: I'll be there. Opening night, I'm buying tickets for it. All right. This, this film too, like you get to obviously play both characters. So that voice, you know, you get to, to use. And I took someone in who'd never seen uh, the other two films before. And they actually, they, they turned to me and they're like, "Who who is Steve Carell playing? And I'm like, he's the main guy, you idiot. But you disguise your voice so well. Where do you, where'd you get that voice? And I imagine being a father, that might be something that you used on the kids when they were younger. Or it just seems like something that, that could have helped me create it for you. Before the first one,
1: when we were, we were playing around with different voices, I tried that Groove voice out on my kids to see if it would make them laugh. And it actually made them laugh, so that's the one I went with.
0: Well, that's fantastic. Like, hey,
1: guys, what do you think of
0: this? Here we go.
1: That's the voice. And they 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 thought it was pretty funny. And I did the same thing with uh, this last movie with the brother. I tried, to, you know, I, and I think that's always the best barometer, is you try it out on your family because – my kids are completely unfiltered. They will say, uh-uh, bad, does not work. So they'll tell me. <laughs> I, they, I really trust their opinion.
0: Well, you said to us last time you spoke to the show that your kids actually don't even watch your movies, but that they would watch Despicable Me 3. So have they seen it, and did they like it?
1: Um, they have not seen it. They're going to the premiere. Um, they can't wait. But mostly my kids haven't seen my movies because they are movies like Foxcatcher and 40-Year-Old Virgin. You know, that's not, thats really not that appropriate for little kids. Right. I took them to see a movie I did called The Way, Way Back. Yeah. And they were, they were horrified. (laughs) I was the jerk in that movie. And right in the middle, and I was doing something like... I was, like, kissing some woman, like, down an alleyway. And my daughter leaned out and looked at me and gave me this (laughs) disgusted expression, like, how can you be my father? (laughs) You're awful. So, So, yeah, Despicable Me movies are a very, very safe zone for us as a family.
0: So if we ever look at a poster, and it's got sort of critics and ratings up on it, it's like an honest poster, and it just says... It was shit house. Steve's daughter underneath. We can't. We won't be surprised about that.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I hope she doesn't become a credit.:
0: <laughs> Maybe we'll have better luck though if we do get this cinematic universe. They haven't seen Foxcatcher, a forty-year-old virgin. Maybe they can somehow watch a John Dupont and Andy cross-universe twin brother road trip, perhaps.
1: Yeah. Oh, the road trip aspect is. That is a delicious old chestnut that I'm sure would be
0: perfect for the two of them. Fantastic. Mate, Despicable Me 3, it's out now in Australia. It's awesome. I'm going to take my kids to see it. Hopefully, your kids go and see it and uh, and like it. And I swear I'll save this interview and we'll talk to you again in the future, mate. Thank you so much.
1: Erase this interview immediately. <laughs> I'll you talk to you. <laughs> delete it. Delete it. Okay. I'm deleting it from here. Oh, no, don't tell me. You haven't got a copy. I have the delete button. I am <laughs> erasing everything. This isn't even Steve Carell.
0: Ah, damn it! <laughs> so you know. Damn it! Damn it! <laughs> Lovely talking to you, Steve Carell. Stunt double. Wonderful work. I love you.
1: <laughs>
0: Thanks. GetIntoGeek.com.